Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor managed to destroy the still-beating heart of the Black Dreadnought. Chaos seems to be leaving the old ship, but some new force is in control. What unknown friend or foe waits on board this spacefaring antique? Y'all are on the tram down to engineering. You have a nice, long, 40-minute ride heading towards a mystery. Dang, 40 minutes. <laughs> like I said, it takes a long time to get anywhere on this ship. Like, you know, Spaceballs, where the president's running, and he's like, if I walk, the movie will be over by the time I get there. Is there anything y'all want to do on your way down there? If if there's not, that's okay. This is just an opportunity, if there is. Charlie, want to talk to Sully about stuff? Oh, yeah. D- is there, like, a spot that's good for that, Cody? So, like, this will probably be worthy of being cut. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. Like, there are ample opportunities for y'all to have a discussion if you want to have a discussion. The setting right now is you're in an enclosed space with four people, right. five people. Um, So if that is not the venue where you want to have, because you're like on a pretty small thing. If that is not the venue where you want to have a heart to heart, there are other times when you can cool but this is not the venue that Jilo would have a hard time yeah then then no you you don't have to okay. this this is not me like cramming i mean they were perfectly fine having the conversation in front of malcolm <laughs> making him incredibly uncomfortable uh, i think <laughs> sully was i don't think Jilo was Vi's gonna be up at the front of the tram just keeping her eye out for anything abnormal on the way down to engineering. Um, okay. So, I would say the most abnormal thing that you see is that it is fairly well lit. Before, this would have been a fairly dark ride, uh, maybe lit only by a, a little bit of light on the tram, but now you can see areas of the ship that before were total darkness. You can see lit hallways rushing past you. You can see like labs and manufacturing areas now kind of running semi-autonomously. You can see well-lit promenades that are meant to, you know, house people socializing and walking around. All of this as you rush down towards the very back of the ship. But yeah, after a long and impressive ride through a technical marvel, You arrive at engineering. The doors slide open onto another platform. And if you remember from last time, there's kind of like a large sliding door that leads to the like main engine room, you know, that itself is pretty massive. That door is still slid shut, but there is a lit terminal next to it. If I guess to like wipe the drool off from all the technological marvels. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a good trip. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she says her team is falling apart from wounds. Oh, she's still falling apart, too, but that doesn't mean... <laughs> Hashtag worth it. Learning all this stuff isn't fascinating. Oh, you know what? Just for the heck of it, she's had her drone out, like, recording all of this stuff just in case we do get knocked out. Okay, so your drone is out floating around. You go up to the terminal, and on it... Yeah, so once you get close, I think it would pop to life, and you would hear a voice. Who is speaking, if I may ask? I mean, nobody was speaking yet. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Who am I speaking to, may I ask? Vi looks over at Malcolm to see if he wants to do diplomatic stuff. Yeah, Cap. (laughs) Um, This is uh, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? Uh, that's a really good question that I need to pull up in my notes. Two seconds. Cody, come on. (laughs) You know the first question I'm going to ask. Look, I'll explain once we're done with this half of it, but you guys went so off the rails. Like, not in a bad way. It's just my notes are laid out in a certain order, and I'm doing them backwards. I'll explain. I'll explain later. (laughs) Just understand there's a reason why my notes are messy. 
Well, I would like to say that I am First Officer Salvador, but I don't believe that title is appropriate anymore, so I guess for now I will be going by Captain Salvador of the Great Wayfarer. How may I help you? Well, Captain Sal, can I call you Sal? I'll call you Sal. <laughs> Captain you Sal. You can call me Captain Salvador, if that is all right. Right, Captain. Um, what, how did you come to this ship? It seems like it's been sort of occupied already. Yes, yes, yes. It has been kind of occupied already by myself. And then suddenly, I come to in our engineering room, surrounded by a small contingent of my crew, to find that giant metal monsters have started to take up residence in my unpowered ship, floating around a planet I know nothing about. So, I did what any reasonable officer might. I isolated the problem and began taking my ship back, slowly, floor by floor. And as I do so, I'm watching some security cameras, and what do I see but four kind of odd, standout people not covered in metal, not stomping Wait, around. Wait, five, right? Hmm? Well, because no, the four here? of us as we're on our way back to the thing. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Four kind of... Not metal armored people stomping around my ship, heading towards an area of the ship that I would consider to be rather dangerous. One of whom seems rather familiar to me, and I'm left to wonder who are the four of you. Wait. Uh, so. And also, why are any of you on my ship? I think I understand what's happened here, Captain Salvador. We have a lot to talk about. I agree. I got two questions, Cap, if I may. It's Captain Mal, not not you, Captain Salvador. You were very clear about what you were going to be called. Yeah, go for it. I picked it up. You're good. One, what year do you think it is? You think about that. Two, for the crew here, she looks around. Do y'all know this fella? He said one of us look familiar. I assume it is not me. Can't. Say I know a Captain Salvador. Sorry, I say look familiar. Let me answer your second question first. Um, the monitor flashes and you see a man standing in front of it who is clearly the same alien race as Vika. Ah, uh, yes. Now I recognize him. I'm just kidding. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Anyways, but as to your question of year, I would call this the, well, if we've been maybe out for a few weeks, maybe the seventh rotation past the first sailing. Does that mean, does that mean anything to any of us? That didn't mean anything to you. Okay, so what I'm trying to figure out with that is if... Like, chaos took over, and he's been paused for X amount of time. That's what- I mean, I'm already running on that- I'm already running on that assumption. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and understand he listed a date that's fully meaningless to you, which is itself kind of meaningful. Telling. Okay. Yeah. It's not just, like, a cultural thing, it's a time thing. Okay, okay. it would imply that his culture has They're not- They're using an entirely different calendar, that's how long he's been- how long he's been out of commission. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was like, oh, the United Colonies call- base their years off of whatever and just not okay no, in this case they wouldn't because the united colonies have interacted so much with other species okay. and other factions that the star date would have become homogenous and it has not okay. for these people okay right um well this is maybe an awkward conversation then cap you're you're way better at this than i am you want to take over i, I mean i think it'd be better if we if we sat down face to face to talk about this. This is going to be... It's going to be a lot. I promise we have no hostile intention towards you. I would like so much to believe that. So simply leave your weapons, all of them, on the ground there, and the doors will open. Understand you are outnumbered. Vi does it immediately. She's been looking very confused this whole time. 
Um, I think Sully struggles with leaving his particle magnetism weapon. <laughs> you know, it's only a symbol of his culture and past for him. Yeah, I think Jyla puts, like, a lot of stuff on the floor, and then Sully, like, reaches around and, like, takes something else out. <laughs> it's like, this thing, too. Yeah, Mal, Mal will leave his behind. Lu- Lucy, could you stay here and stay here with our with our weapons, make sure nothing happens to him? Yes, sorry, I forgot to talk. Almost like I thought you were talking to a player and not to me. Yes, of course, I will stand guard over your weapons, but I must suggest that you exercise caution. For these people may be deviants or criminals or worse. Uh, I mean, don't worry, well, we'll be careful. He, like, becomes unnaturally still as he stands watching your weapons. We go up to the, the door... Uh, the door slowly creaks open. And so the last time this happened, you were met by the sight of, as I said, thousands of clearly chaos-tainted aliens that all vaguely resembled Vika. Now what you see is a hive of activity. The engine room is fully lit. It is fully powered. There are crew members manning every station. In, like, the center at a command council, you see um, the man who you had clearly been talking to before giving orders and directing people around the ship. You can see, like, another tram that you were unaware of before active and people, like, going in and out of it, clearly being shipped all over, like, being transported to the rest of the ship. So, yeah, just alive with activity. Do we still see the Chaos Throne? Yes. And I would say it, one, it looks different in that it was clearly overgrown um, in the same way that the heart room was. It's the same thing where it's like a weird addition to this room, one, and two is that same architecture that is not similar to United Colonies, but was similar to what you saw in the, uh, the Fount of Duality. I would assume nobody is touching that. Like, everyone's kind of, like, skirting around that. No one's doing anything with it. Um, yeah, I mean, they just wouldn't have any... I would say that they don't seem afraid of it so much as it's just, like, there's no reason to go over to this stupid thing and everyone has stuff to do. Okay. I think we go up to Captain Salvador. As you walk up, he glances up, sees the four of you, and he's, like, kind of midway through giving a command and... Almost in like a little bit of a power movie way, um, like doesn't immediately talk to you, like waits to finish what he was doing and then looks over at the four of you, three of you, about oh, four of you. I forget how big the party is because I count myself and for a while that was right because of Lucy. Anyways, and looks over at the four of you. Well, 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 I'm very glad to meet you in person. So how can I be of assistance to you? So, this is going to be hard for you to believe. I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this without sounding like a lunatic. It is... It is not the year you think it is. And by that you mean... It is... I can't even put a number on it because the the date you gave makes absolutely no sense to me. I believe it is hundreds, if not thousands of years in the future from your perspective. Hmm. Well, I will say, in some ways that is not exactly surprising for what this ship was meant to be. That was always a possibility. But I guess at some point when you travel as far as we were intending to, that concept of what year is it becomes somewhat meaningless. Can I reach out to see if these people are still chaos-tainted? Uh, yeah, you can. That'll be a 13. They are not. You are getting, uh, like, total okay vibes all around. I would also say that you would notice that reaching out to the rest of the ship, you no longer detect any, like, chaotic forces on it whatsoever. So we're clear all across the board? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool, so we can sit back and relax. (laughs) Vi steps forward. Captain Salvador, I have a lot of 
questions for you. Not the least of which is, did you did you call yourself Wayfarers? I called this ship the Great Wayfarer, but indeed, yes, we are the Wayfarers, as I would expect you to know. Um, well, I have never heard of a Great Wayfarer ship, but I have heard of the Wayfarers, but that's... Okay, that is... I hope you understand that when I say Wayfarers, it feels like I'm talking to somebody from a legend right now. Ah, so it has been a while that we have been absent, I see. I... If if you want me to put it another way, I don't think I've seen this many of us, and she, like, gestures to everyone, uh, ever in my lifetime? Uh, you can see, like, not, not exactly, like, I'm trying to think of the right way to put what his face would look like. It's kind of like, uh, accepting a resolution that he thought might be the case, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes, I thought that might be what I found out from you after scanning for what I hoped was our home and finding less than that, I had my concerns. And, for that matter, I had my concerns on board this ship. Um, hmm. So maybe some open communication between all of us will be needed. Because I'm guessing... We are suffering some of the same problems. As I said, up to this point, I would have called myself the first officer of the Great Wayfarer. That would be because of what befell our captain. And what did befall your captain? It might be easier to show you. I have... Of course, extensive records from the time, as I thought I might need to defend myself in a tribunal. Let me pull one up. Um, so he points down at the council and opens one, and you can see, like, I think what he would play first is, like, records of the captain ordering massive overhauls to the ship. And, like, him filing formal complaints and grievances. And then, like, those furthering as, like, you can see him filing reports of, like, the captain has ordered the destruction of huge parts of the ship. He is building things that seem ostentatious and useless. It makes no sense. And then, like, other reports of, like, we are actively concerned for the state of the captain. We don't think we can trust him. (laughs) Um, And then, like, more reports of him sending messages to, like, medical officers, like, is there grounds here to justify imprisoning the captain? (laughs) We are beginning to be very concerned, but, like, the captain hadn't done anything lethal. And now maybe I can show you the last entry that I can remember making before being locked in here. He presses play and you see a recording of the weird addition to the ship that you had found the heart in. That room seems at this point to be untouched and relatively new. Standing by the right now empty basin, you can see a, just like a regular looking man to your eyes, but again, the same kind of like scaly skin pattering that Vika has, the same like cat pupiled eyes. You can see that like there is an audio, so you just see that person standing in the middle of this room that has been like newly constructed. This is like the room that the first officer was complaining about being made. You see that person walk up to the basin, put their hand in it, and you see black liquid start pouring out of their hand, filling the basin and then slowly forming into the heart. And then you see the captain start leading people up to the basin and dunking them underneath of it. You can see people starting to struggle as they literally drown in this basin and then step out of it, clearly corrupted by chaos. Oh, gosh. 
So, so the image of this captain, is it familiar? Have I seen this person before? You have. It would be chaos. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why has Mel seen that before? It, it, it was the person that Sully and I interacted with last time we were in the engine room. Yep. And who and who left, who, I wouldn't say fled, but basically left us to be, to fight basically their lieutenants. You, you remember, you, you remember, remember the last time when Sully and I both came back almost dead? Uh, we had a conversation with this person who was basically the embodiment of chaos. We ended up taking down the shield at that point. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was what I wanted to know. Is this, is this that person? Yes, yep. this is that person. It's that person. So the last thing then from this that I remember was me trying to, for lack of a better term, mutiny against Captain Hector. And then I woke up here with all of you telling me that thousands of years has gone by and my home planet doesn't exactly seem to exist anymore. And I am concerned with what probably happened. When did your captain start acting weird? Did anything happen previous to this, like maybe going into a different plane of existence? I don't know if that's how I would describe it. I am not a spiritual man. Would you like to be? No, not not particularly. It's just never held much meaning for my life. My point is that... um. The Wayfarers had been desiring to put themselves further into space, and we had discovered a new means for propulsion that seemed very promising for long-distance travel. So, we assembled our best and brightest minds to construct a vessel, loaded it up with enough people to start a great colony far off in the stars, punched a hole through space and time, and went on through. Now, that experience was different for everybody, but on the other side, it seemed our captain was changed, and that led to the long string of reports that I have just read for you, my attempted mutiny, and us talking to each other now. So, I think I'm putting together what's what's happened here um tell me do the do the names harmony and chaos mean anything to you not a thing okay it's worth a shot oh did harmony tell us his name when we he had a name didn't he did he did he i don't think so i think he was harmony he kept calling chaos my brother okay so i think what happened is you say you punched a hole through space and time I think you entered I think you entered a separate plane of existence and in that plane of existence your captain was infected taken over however you want to call it by a force we call chaos. He hitched a ride, staged a prison break essentially. Am I to assume chaos is what you're calling whatever parasite latched itself onto my captain? caused him to spew black liquid from his hand and start drowning crew members in it? Yes. Well, I won't argue with the name. It seemed pretty hectic to me at the time. And Chaos's goal is just that. Chaos in the galaxy. And for the last how many of her years, can't even put a number on it, your ship and your crew have also been infected by this chaos. That seems sound from what we have been able to detect thus far, although hearing it, I will not lie, is disappointing. I am inclined to believe you. That being said, and speaking of chaos, whatever this ship was and whosoever command it was in, it no longer is. It now very much is still our ship. So, I have to ask, you seemed from... The surveillance that we were able to do to be working with whoever is currently trying to take over my ship. So, who are they? What are they doing here? And how do I very kindly show them the door without just opening the airlocks? Yeah, that probably won't, don't want to do that. So, that is, that's a faction called the Imposition. 
Um, how how well, much... the name is friendly. It inspires so much confidence for peaceful talks. How like have you had many contacts with other races? Um, let me let me ask that a different way, Mal. When you all were conscious, had the universe divided itself up into factions? You say factions. When we left home, we were alone. Then we apparently picked up something called chaos. I tried to mutiny, and then I found myself here. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Well, this sounds like a great opportunity for the so you've been slugged conversation. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Not. Not right now. But there's a PowerPoint and everything. Sully's really good at it. <laughs> I think he hits a button and Vika's drone starts projecting the slides. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Stop, stop. She starts pressing buttons. Am I to understand then, I'm guessing from looking at the all of the rest of you, that we are not alone. In this great universe. Something we had always thought was a possibility. And yeah, frankly, I mean, looking at you is not the most concerning thing I have seen. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a good, a good, a good as assumption to make. I mean, obviously, I don't look like you. They don't look like you. Yeah, the universe is a, it's a big place now. And there's, there's different factions all kind of, uh, kind of. Previously, they had all kind of been fighting each other and have various alliances, whatever. But right now, everyone, well, mostly everyone, is at peace to fight this chaos. Which, it sounds like you might also probably want to fight, too, since it so rudely took over your captain. So, if you want to join up, uh, we could always use a couple hands on fighting this monstrous entity. And also, there's a lot... To the galaxy that you won't be familiar with, and without without hitting a crash course on current events, you might wander into some someone's territory and they might not like it very much. Well, send us a map and I promise I'll read it. I am uh, pretty smart with these things, not to worry. Uh, as an aside to our our crew, uh, Giles is going to ask. We didn't promise. The imposition of this ship, did we? No, no, we didn't. We left it here after the last battle. I think we promised them salvage, but seeing as this is no longer an abandoned ship, I think salvage no longer applies, but I'm going to have a heck of a time explaining that to them. Right, just, just check in. Just check in. If you need help, Captain Malcolm Llewellyn, my parents were ambassadors and I may have picked up a negotiating tactic or two. I'll keep, I'll keep that in mind. But anyway, Captain Salvador, to actually answer your question, the the Imposition is one of those factions in the galaxy today, and they, along with a lot of other groups, helped us to stop this ship when it was infected by chaos. Well, I guess for that some thanks is owed, and I am more than happy to repay it, but here here is what I need. First off, well... There's two issues that I have. One, I have a crew of people here. We need some place to be aside from just this ship. Nice as it is, it's not exactly a home. It's a means to get to a home. The other part of this is I would very much like to see what happened to my home. It was always the intent for us to be a colony that, uh, given the distance we might travel, might be a one-way trip, but... Knowing that home was behind you was still always a part of it. But for right now, our home seems to be very quiet from our ability to talk back to it, which we were able to do until very recently. So... Do you have any kind of coordinates for your home? Uh, yeah. He, he gives you, like... Do those coordinates make sense to us? <laughs> um, I would say, like, not initially, but you are able to translate. Vika perks up when Salvador mentions that there's a homeworld, and when he gives coordinates, she already has them plugged into her tablet. And can you give us a description of that again? Like where they are? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, it would be like off of any maps that would be valuable to you. Like, it is not an impossible distance away. It is a long way away. And it is just in a place where before it would have just been like, 
there's stars there, nothing of any value, you know. Like, it's in our galaxy, it's just in a part of our galaxy that, as far as we knew, there wasn't anything there, and there's no reason anyone would go out that far. Yeah, yeah. I, so I there's would, not United Colonies people out there? No. Hmm. No, there would not be. And it, when you say it's like it's far, far away, is are we talking like in terms of it would take months or years or decades? I would say if all of you were to like turn your ship around and drive that way, you'd probably be looking at a weeks, but not months of travel. It is far away, okay. but certainly not as impossible as this guy was making it sound. Well, I mean, this is also, one, not where they originally ended up, and two, technology that is now millions of years old. Right, it's people traveling by Conestoga Wagon, and we're like, well, we could just hop in a plane. <laughs> well... Yeah, and we also we also remember that the Dreadnought, it's, well, what we called the Dreadnought, now we know is called the Great Wayfarer, um, it itself did not move very fast. It only moved around by punching the hole in the in the gal or punching hole in space. Yeah, that, that would be what it is, is that this is like parallel technology, it would be like, it, what this is the equivalent of is all of you are driving around in cars, and they went straight from uh, wagons to airplanes. Okay. Um, so they have a method of travel that is slower and way faster, <laughs> so they didn't have any reason to develop, like, the phased antimatter okay. drives that you all use, because they discovered something much faster, and so that just meant they didn't need anything else, you know? Vi looks around at the rest of the crew excitedly. You know, no one's ever been out this far in the galaxy. We could, we have to go out there. I certainly agree. Not only do I think it would be good for you to maybe learn some history that may have been lost, if the name Wayfarers itself seems to be mythical, finding the home of them might be quite exciting for you, and I am very curious to see what we find there myself. But it would also be good to have a place for my crew to be. This was never meant to be a home. This was a transport for a colony. Now, that might still be a great idea, but, again, it would be nice to know that where we came from is still there. So, Cody, I've got a, I've got a quick universe question. Mm -hmm. is, this, is this one of those types of science fiction stories where, like, Earth has been, like, Earth is, like, a myth because is it basically Battlestar Galactica type of thing? Where, where so Earth is different, different factions, different histories for the United Colonies. They have a vague mythology of a home planet, but it is a vague mythology. Yeah, I'm, I'm specifically talking about I'm specifically talking about humans of the Galactic Alliance. Oh, well, that's kind of up for you to decide. I guess you can write your own story there for Mandy. She's not human. Yeah, I know. I know. That's I was asking for myself. Um, I would say in my mind, Earth doesn't exist, but you might have a similar origin story if that's the origin story you want to have. Does that make sense? OK, I, I, I had not written a specific one for humans of the Galactic Alliance, so it can kind of be up to you how you want that to lay out. OK, I'll think about how I want to play that. Look, I, I know it may not seem like it could be the most productive thing against chaos right now, but it, it, we we might be able to pick up something. I I don't I don't know what else I can say to convince you guys if you guys are thinking we need to like keep figuring out how to figure out chaos, but we we need to go. Mal Mal takes her by the shoulders like, "Vi, we're with you." Well, let's do let's do it. Or what about what about chaos though? Like yeah, I'm all for like, adventuring, but uh I feel like there's a lot we have to take care of here and also we're kind of high up in the outlaws to be taking a month-long journey to go see people that may or may not exist? Maybe there's a way we can make this shorter. I mean, they maybe I can convert these engines so they can actually take the warp drive. I don't I don't know, but this is Sully, this is so important to me and I Maybe there is something we can learn about chaos and we can always just be on call for it. But I, I need to know where we come from. Vika, I mean this with all sympathy. It's not always the best to meet your heroes. I would not say it's heroes, it's history. I guess on the flip side, we don't have a ton of leads right now. This Black Dreadnought is taken care of, no longer chaosy. So. I'm just worried about being 
out of touch when, as of right now, I am the only one that can cure chaos. It sounds like Captain Hector is who chaos took over. I mean, that's what everything is pointing to right now. Who knows if he could be, this might be a stretch, but who knows if he could be using my home world, I guess, as a base? I mean, that honestly could be a lead that we could be chasing down. I mean, that seems like a far stretch seeing as Chaos took over Captain Hector after they left. But at the same time, we don't really have any other leads at the moment. Well, he was from that home world still. You're saying that Chaos may have followed his his knowledge back to the place that Captain Hector knew as home. Yes. Is that right, Cody? Um. So, y- yeah, what what Mandy's saying is is correct information, yes. Well, Jyla, like, straightens up. I'm game. I'm, of course, very glad that you have a mission to occupy your time. I'm perfectly happy to provide you with coordinates. Any means of expediting your travel from the Great Wayfarer will, of course, be my pleasure to give you. But um, I still have the very active issue of get them off of my ship. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. Oh, yeah, we'll go. we'll go talk to him. Let me be clear, I am a patient man and a magnanimous captain eager to accommodate whatever needs to happen. That being said, in no world will this ship be surrendered, and I will not hesitate to resort to necessary motivational means to secure it again. Can you send, can you either you or someone who's can step in as some ambassador for you, come with us to speak with the person who's currently in charge of the imposition soldiers on your ship? Oh, certainly. I would be eager to talk to whoever may be in charge. Yeah, I think bringing your documentation probably be good. Stuff you showed us. Yeah, I guess let's go see. Let's go see Pontus. All of you are headed towards the the cargo bay of this ship, you know, like this area where most of the Imposition soldiers have been trapped for kind of a while now, like at least a few hours, you know, in transit since you guys cleansed the ship. Um, when you arrive, the doors slide open and Salvador gets off just very, very happily and confidently walking off of the ship he seems very familiar like this is like very much home turf for him you know the entire way there lucy has looked absolutely terrified understanding that salvador is going to tell pontus that he is not in command of the ship anymore when the door slides open you know he gets off starts walking and i think there's probably that moment where like all of you are expecting to make introductions and um like maybe give some warning like act as mediators oh, dang it is that not gonna happen <laughs> i was and, ready for it and um but like way faster than you can get off uh you just see salvador like beelining it straight for pontus as he does so it's like with like you know that thing where like if you walk with your eyes straight forward confidently no one will ever stop you you know because they just assume that you know where you're going and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing it's like that until like you can tell like halfway through the cargo bay imposition soldiers are starting to look kind of like nervously at this person who's just walking straight up to their commander you see one of them ready your weapon kind of concernedly as they're not sure if they're supposed to open fire (laughs) um by the time pontus looks up he's like clearly concerned you hear a shout for like to arms and a chainsaw sword swings at salvador right before it makes contact the blade shatters as it hits some kind of like ethereal golden shield Pontus puts, or uh, Salvador puts his hand on Pontus's shoulder, and the floor of the cargo bay opens right beneath their feet, and they both drop out of sight. Wait, what? Well, that's that's not what I was hoping would happen. Did we just bring someone who kidnapped an imposition soldier? Uh, I don't think kidnapped is the right word. I think he just wanted to have a discussion in private. Just hope it's that. Also, I would point out that it was not just a soldier, but the Magnus Commander, which is kind of a big deal. He should be able to take care of himself, right, Lucy? 
I mean, Lucy beat him up not two hours ago. I mean, it was a rather... For one thing, I do think I took him by surprise, all things being fair. And for another, I am quite skilled, as all of you know, for we have met in the field of combat. Well, uh, we just gonna wait here? In front of you, the ship dissolves into pandemonium. You can see, like, soldiers actively chainsawing at the floor. Sparks are flying up as they try to dig their way into wherever their commander just went. And I would say this goes on for 10 minutes as, like, someone else has kind of taken command but really isn't doing a good job. And then you hear a beep and a door slides open next to you and Salvador walks out. Well, thank you for taking me to meet that quite fascinating man. We have, of course, come to an understanding for now, but I think all of you are going to have a conversation with someone he calls the Supreme Leader of the... Or wait, is it Supreme? Hang on. Prime. Prime. The Prime Leader of the Imposition. Uh. But that, I believe, is a conversation for you. Have a nice day. Come and talk to me after this slot clears out. He steps back onto the onto the tram and just waves as the door slides <laughs> shut and he zooms away. And then, staggering out, you see Pontus. He's pale-faced and shaking. What kind of evil did you bring to meet with me? Not evil. Apparently he's a legend. Yeah, they... He is the rightful commander of this ship. I don't want to... It's not a good way to say it. They they were the original inhabitants, right? And now that the chaos has been removed, they are back in control of themselves. Back and better than ever. What What happened? What happened down there? What I saw was unspeakable. Machines are not meant to behave in this way. This man I deem to be unholy and horrible for the imposition. This whole ship is an abomination. And of course, my report to the prime leader of the imposition will reflect that all of you associated with such a man until such time as this ship is no longer corrupted by some kind of evil, we will be vacating it. That sounds like a wise idea. Indeed. Now, in the meantime, uh, why don't you, you should let the Supreme or the Prime Leader know that uh, we are liaising with the abomination, as you so call it, as a favor to the imposition, because we know how much it means to you to not have to dirty your hands with the locks of that. You know, usually with role playing, I just kind of let it go because I enjoy the conversations evolving organically. But that is a hard line of BS that you just made that I want you to roll <laughs> three serials for. We haven't really had any much rolling this episode, so we're, yeah. That's true, yeah. Is this, this is Charm? Yeah, this is Charm. Charm is, Charm is grease serials? Great. I have a minus one. <laughs> uh, that's a three. <laughs> Caitlin felt good about it. Pontus just stares at you. And then he turns around and he leaves, <laughs> fuming and enraged. <laughs> you can see as he does, like, more and more um, soldiers and commanders, like whole regiments of giant power armored people all slowly make their way to vessels and are carried away. <sighs> I guess we need to go talk to the prime leader now. He, I'm sure he's not going to be happy. I thought Pontus was going to. Yeah, but do you want that to be the only side of the story? Well, we're I mean, we're going to be gone for 3 weeks, does it matter? I'm sure something'll happen between then. Yeah, but do we, I don't really want the alliance with between the imposition and the outlaws to fall apart so quickly. Fair. Also, Lucy will be sending a report which I imagine will only be glowing. Of course. I know that none of you would ever associate with the kind of witchcraft on board this vessel. No, that's not... Lucy, that's not what happened. The report has already been sent, of course. I'm gonna have to send my own report, aren't I? It is always good to file reports in at least triplicate. 
That's what you get paid the big bucks <clears throat> for, right, Cap? I, can, we, I don't get paid any different than you guys. You know that. <laughs> she winks at him. I mean, at this point, it looks like we're batting, batting 0-3 for living legends we've met. Who was the third one? Well, I've met both Harmony, Chaos, and now Captain Salvador, and they oh, all kind of see- seem- Harmony? Why was Harmony an O and whatever? I mean, I'm only having anxiety attacks as I have to save the whole universe because he decided to peace out. Oh, okay, fair. I'm just saying they all seem like kind of huge pricks, and I'm glad I was born millions of years away from them. Wait, look on the bright side, silly. <laughs> oh, was there more to that, Jyla? Is it- I was waiting for you to explain the bright side. <laughs> Oh, you know, just being born millions of years away and you didn't have to, you know, live at the oh, same okay. time, hear about them on the news always. That's got to be an advantage, right? I think so. Anyway, we're uh, going to take a space jaunt with Captain Sal. Guess we better. I think we're going separate, right? He said to come talk to him, though. Oh, come talk to him after. Okay. Yeah, I thought we were like coordinating like, hey, let's head off together. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Before before we do that though, but so that it so that it's not like, but so that the prime leader can't like just take those in take those reports in and like start acting on them. Mal's gonna send his own report of what happened here. Okay, so you head to your ship, which is now the only one docked to the Black Dreadnought, as everyone else has left. And as soon as you get there, you are being hailed. You can you can guess by who? I, I answer it. Hello, this is Captain Malcolm Llewellyn. You see a tiny, shriveled old man, the prime leader of the Imposition, wearing nothing but, like, a simple tunic and robe. Hello, I, uh, think we have some things to discuss. Yeah. It seems I am no longer in control of the Black Dreadnought. Yeah, that, that is, that is true. Now, if I am to believe the report of my adept officer on board this ship, all of you summoned a undead witch that could magically make floors disappear and then caused him to hallucinate amazing technologies and then dumped him back out onto the ship in front of you while all of you laughed at him. And then he says that he was forced to retreat under gunpoint from magical weapons wielded by undead wizards. Please tell me you have a more sound report. Now that Pontus has much more imagination than I thought. Well done to him. I tend to agree with the imagination. I tend to believe what I can see. So, please, a better explanation than undead wizards would be amazing. So, short version of it is we, in investigating the missing imposition officers on the ship, we found the source of chaos on board on board that ship and removed it, right? Sounds, sounds like a good thing. We got rid of got rid of all the all the chaos, uh, the chaos in the ship and in doing that all of the previous inhabitants uh, that were stationed in the engine room um, woke up and resumed their previous identities they're no longer chaos tainted and this is still their ship as far as their memories are this was their ship that was taken over and I was hoping to have a conversation between Salvador the uh, captain of the Wayfair, or the Great Wayfair, as it was originally known, and Pontus. But unfortunately, Captain Salvador kind of took the initiative and convinced Pontus to leave. Wasn't necessarily the negotiating tactic I would have taken, but... It was effective, though, you must admit. It was effective, yeah. But yeah, def- not, not undead wizards, just... The people who were infected by chaos resuming their lives and trying to take back what was rightfully theirs. Well, Captain Malcolm, I will say I have not forgotten the debt that is owed. The Black Dreadnought, yes, would be invaluable, but so far has, even in its death, been a thorn in my side. 
did not work out the way I had hoped as a useful resource of technology, rather just a hole in which I dumped soldiers. So, here is my deal. Get rid of it, and all is forgiven. As long as it's not orbiting my planet, I have no issue with it existing under someone else's command. Okay. Particularly someone who does not believe in space wizards. But now, unfortunately, I do have another question to ask. And this is maybe an awkward one, so hear me out. Okay. None of you would have happened to stolen a ship, would you? Like a somewhat large battleship? Right around, I would say, mm, the time that Pontus started reporting to me that the Black Dreadnought was no longer in his control, well, I lost communication with a not huge but not tiny vessel that seems to have jumped to great speed and flown off. No, definitely not us. Well... I don't like it when my ships go missing, and if you could assist, I am still rather short-staffed after the attack. I mean, I suppose, what, where, what direction did they, they had? He sends you, like, coordinates that you now have. Do they align with the way we were going? <laughs> sure does seem like it's flying off into the middle of nowhere. Like okay. the middle of nowhere where the Black Dreadnought came from. Right. <laughs> or the same middle of nowhere that uh, the Wayfarers Salvador go. gave you, okay. yeah, as like a location. Yeah, I guess we need to go track that down, huh? And don't worry, the Great Wayfarer is planning on leaving. You don't have to worry about that. Great, the sooner the better, but we understand if it might take a while to figure out where to park a bunch of undead wizards and witches, as my officer has reported to me. Yep, not a problem. We can take care of all of those right away. Next time on Outlaws Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaw.